Hi, everyone. Welcome to another BHCS My World podcast. This episode is part of a collection of COVID-19 parent chats. And in these podcasts, we're talking to some courageous parents so we can capture a snapshot of what lockdown life has been like through their eyes. Perhaps other parents from our community are listening and what they have to say might resonate with you and you will feel you have experienced the same things. What's really important to know is that whether you're a student, a teacher, a child, a parent or a neighbor, we've all gone through a collective experience on a global scale and we are here for each other and we will prevail through these challenges. At the bottom of this page are some web links to organizations who've put support in place for worried parents and single parents, helping us through the challenges we might face during lockdown and COVID-19. So sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to the wonderful Claire Esselmott, who will be sharing her parent lockdown views and experiences. Uh, Claire, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me um, for the Parent Podcast series. I think it's really important that we hear not only from the students about the COVID-19 lockdown and the and the teachers, but the parents as well. So without further ado, let's make a start. Uh, what ages are your kids? My daughter is age 16, year 11, and my son is age 12, year 7. So you've got secondary school kids. When you were told that the schools were closing in March and that you were now going to have to homeschool, how did you feel? Um, at first, um, I wasn't too concerned about the homeschooling as we really thought it was just going to be a few weeks and after Easter holidays, we would all be back to normal. Um, at that point, our concerns were more drawn towards my daughter as being year 11, we just found out that she wouldn't sit her exams. And I just felt so disappointed for her because she'd worked so hard towards them and all of the excitement of results day, opening your envelope, you know, what grades yeah. did you get? It was like taken from her. Um, and we feel, well, I felt the grades that she would get, they wouldn't truly be hers. Um, however, when I spoke to my daughter about it, she felt very differently. Um, she felt the huge pressure of revising and sitting the exams had been lifted. She felt confident that she'd worked hard in school and she would receive the grades she deserved without having to go through such a stressful time in her life. Absolutely. So, it, it was huge for those for those year 11s being told that they weren't going to have to sit the exams. I'm so pleased you've shared that experience. Sorry, carry on. Sorry. Um, so it was at this point that I realised, you know, how much pressure she had been under. So I took a leaf out of her book. I forgot my worries about it. And we embraced the new calm lifestyle that we suddenly had. And we've actually had some really lovely family time. Um, that's wonderful to hear um, that you've, you've, you've had such a lovely calm atmosphere um, around your homeschooling and that you took a leaf out of your, your daughter's book of embracing the new normal. The, it you know not every parent is a qualified teacher so what strategies did you find work best or, or just didn't work at all when it came to the whole homeschooling thing 
Um, first of all, the podcasts from the head of year were coming through. So they were a great help to us. You know, for one, we could hear the teachers who we knew and who we trusted, giving their view of, you know, how to keep busy at home, how to work. Um, but they all had one piece of advice the same, of keep your routine, get up at the same time, go to bed at the same time. However, that didn't happen for us. It absolutely didn't. But I think as the kids are older, we were enjoying the evenings together. Um, but it worked well. It meant they would wake up at 10, 11 in the morning, where myself and my husband are working from home at the moment. So my husband especially is really busy, so he could get a good chunk of work done while they were still asleep. And then when they would wake, I could give them my time because I've done my things, what I need to do, more or less. Um, and I felt that was really important to be there for them, not be busy with my work when they woke up because their life had already changed overnight. And I wanted to just have the stability of home with mum here for them if they needed me. Oh, Claire, that's, uh, well, that's wonderful to hear. I, I, I found it hard juggling the work and, and the homeschooling bit, but I, I'm pleased to see you've embraced the, the late start because um, I hear that's been happening in a lot of households. The children have been going to bed a lot later and have been sleeping in. Love the way you, you, you embraced that. Carry on, sorry. Um, yeah, so then schoolwork actually would start for my son mainly in year seven, about lunchtime. But then he would finish at the same time as dad would finish work. It wasn't such a long day for him to, you know, without his dads because they are very close and being in the same house all day together, he wanted him. Um, but as for doing the schoolwork, um, we took quite a relaxed approach. We didn't really have any conversations about, you know, when you will do it, you'll do it at this time. We follow your timetable. Um we more focused on getting the room ready for them. So we spent quite a long time tidying and getting everything ready so that it was nice and comfortable when they wanted to be in the room. Um, and it was actually quite exciting the first day of school that it would be different routine. So in the evenings, I would just ask, you know, how was your day? How was your schoolwork? I tried to keep that the same as if they were at real school. Um, I didn't really want to be sitting over my son, checking up on him, you know, have you done this, have you done that? I could see, you know, if I was in and out of the room, that it was schoolwork on his screen and he had lots of printouts and lots of directories saved if I had a look online later on. So for me, you know, that was enough. He knew he had to work every day. He knew himself what subjects he had to do. And I'm really proud that he got on and done it without any pressures really if he wanted to play outside for a bit and in the garden he could and then he would just make sure over the whole day that he'd done it fantastic to hear that he was able to uh, motivate himself i'm really impressed there um and i and I, I i commend you on on the fact that you were you got your work done first so that you were able to be there to support them during their work i've got another question claire um, what were some of the highs and lows of lockdown? It's been an incredible experience. Uh, um, uh, uh, the first time, obviously, we've all gone through this. Um, well, I'll start with the lows because 
I like to come on to the nice bits. Um, unfortunately, in January, um, we lost our granddad, um, oh. not due to COVID, but that was a really hard time for us. And grandma and granddad, they just lived two miles away. So then grandma had to do the whole grieving process through the lockdown on her own. Oh, clear. For my husband, you know, that was really difficult for him. But, you know, he did go round. He went round a lot and he would help her because she, she's 80. Um, she needed things doing. So he would go in the house and she might go upstairs. So that was really difficult. And then we also have Nan, who's my mum, and she also lives on her own, but she's younger and she spends an awful lot of time with us generally. So we did discuss, would Nan move in with us for lockdown? You know, and first of all, we was, thought that was a good idea, but then we decided against it because if she had have caught the virus, we would have felt so guilty that she'd got it from our house. One of us had brought it in. So she also was on her own a couple of miles down the road. So we started doing her shopping. And first of all, it was difficult to just leave it on the path. But then actually we took these moments as real high because we could see her. She arm would come on his bike or my daughter might walk around with, with some milk for her. And those few moments from a distance were, you know, so lovely. And we knew that other families were hundreds of miles away and they couldn't have that with their parents. So that was actually nice. Oh. And then also um, in the evenings, one of the reasons we got to bed late, but our local pub has a quiz for charity every single night through lockdown. So lots of our friends were online and you could put talk in the chat. And it was a good two hours or so every evening that we looked forward to at 8.15. That's a great and idea. I love that. Yeah. We would put money in. You didn't have to every night, but the landlords would say, you know, if you're going to buy a drink in the pub, put some money in the pot. So he raised over £20,000 so far. Fantastic. The quiz. So that, we loved that. That was really something to look forward to in the evenings. At Claire, that's a wonderful story about the, the pub quiz. I just love I it. I uh, really do. Uh, you know, we've had to put on such a brave face as parents uh, from word go, um, dealing with so many unknowns. Who did you turn to for support uh, when, when, you, when you needed it? Um, well, mainly because we're all indoors ourselves. You know, we are quite a chatty family. So things would come up. And we just talk them through as we go along. But we had my mum, who we I always call, but if I'm busy, the kids would call her just for a chat to see what she's doing today. And that, that helped us talking to each other. But we also have our neighbours. There's only um, four houses in our cul-de-sac. We've all lived here a really long time since the kids were small. So, you know, we're all in different situations. But we have a little WhatsApp group and, you know, if someone needs some flower or someone's a bit low, we have that, which is really lovely. Um, we had the clap every Thursday night, but if the weather was nice, we'd bring our own little table out and talk with the neighbours. Um, but also Zoom has been really handy through the lockdown for my daughter especially. You know, she has chats with her friends and quizzes. So, yeah, we've done all right there. 
I, I, I love the way the neighborhood has come together. Certainly, I um, we we also had a WhatsApp for our our road, and um, I spoke to neighbors for the first time that I've never spoken to, and um, and and people reached out to support me as well as they knew I was I was a teacher, and actually sometimes battled to get away from work just to go and do the shopping. Um, so it was it was great, yeah. That that neighborly love and support, awesome. How did you take care of your mental well-being um, as a parent? Um, well, we tried to spend outside time as much as we could. Um, the weather was great. So my son and my husband, they quite often go for a long bike ride in the later evenings because it would have been so hot. Um, I tried to go running and we just like to be outside. Um, we do some things in the garden we might bring our work out in the garden sometimes or we got in the hang of playing cards while dad was working so that killed quite a few hours um but my daughter she does gymnastics so fortunately this was still able to run through the zoom um but she was really motivated because she didn't have an awful lot of college work to prepare for so she really made an effort with her gymnastics and she took care of her appearance and she got ready and you know afterwards she was really jolly in the house and excited because she'd done something so I think for her she's actually in a really good place mentally because she could see her coach and follow her routine that she used to have. That's incredible that she was able to keep up her gymnastics via Zoom what, so, she, so the coach would talk to her and then she would practice in front of the screen. Yeah, they had, like her squads, they have six or seven, so the coach could watch from home, and it's really interactive, and she can, you know, talk to each girl individually. Um, yeah, they, they, you know, they laugh and joke with each other, so they've seen each other all through the lockdown, and they are, they're ever so close anyway, so that's been really good for her. I love I love the resilience, um, you know, resilience stories I'm hearing about how things carried on despite lockdown and and how people use tech. Fantastic. My final question, Claire. Uh, we've heard that now schools are going to be opening um, in September, and and obviously some of the kids are already back now. How do you feel about your children returning to school and college, and what are your hopes and fears? Well, this is a difficult question, as my fears have changed as the time went on i think when on june the first when the year r's and the year ones and sixes went back um i really felt for those parents who had to make the decision to you know keep them home or send them in and i was so pleased that it was taken from me my they weren't that year i could just keep them home with me which i do feel i would have done anyway um i feel that you know they've all missed a lot of school they're all in the same place and when when it's safe to do so we can all go back then but now since the new rule of going back in September was announced yesterday um, I actually feel okay with that because it's been a month now since the little ones went back and I think the cases have come down you know the school's are doing the rules really good you know we we trust the schools we have done for like 11 years so you know we need to trust them now as well so i think i feel better about september than i did on the first of june 
Oh, it's clear. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think generally the parents are feeling quite hopeful and that it's fantastic, the um, the work and the effort that all the schools are putting in to making sure that our schools are safe. Claire, I've really appreciated you um, taking the time to chat to me and answer some really personal questions. It certainly helped me as a parent to feel less isolated, and I hope the parents that listen to you enjoy it as well. You take care, and I look forward to um, touching base with you when we're all back to normal. Okay, thank you so much. Take care, Claire. Bye.